Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Come Through Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 63. If you can't take my sparkle, then stay off my rainbow. Welcome to Come Through Queen. This week we've got a lot in the news. The OC taglines are finally here, and Kelly Dodd's Independence Day almost went from red, white, and blue to black and blue for a fellow bar patron. We are charmed to have some rumored casting news that will make you want to be bad. And Karen Huger is living in a house of cards, and the Washington Post has all the details. Ramona Singer had a run-in with Mario's girlfriend, and one of our listeners had a run-in with my boyfriend, Willie Geist. And we've got recaps of Real Housewives of Potomac and New York City. Is Cherise the world's worst housewife of all time? Evergreen content. And because of Potomac's questionable theme finale party, we are going to be deep diving every single theme party in the history of the Real Housewives. Stay tuned, honey. And as always, we'll have our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Hi, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. How are you doing on this 4th of July week? Um, great. We celebrated the holiday together. We celebrated the 3rd of July. Yeah, because you can't celebrate the 4th of July when it's a school day. A school night, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. But that was fun. I made an orzo pasta salad for everyone. No mayo. Thank you very much. I made Trump dip. Oh, yes. That <laughs> both di- dishes were a hit, so you shut your mouth. It is true. Both were a hit. Yeah. Um, and we did some on-the-ground research. Well, first of all... We ran into Thorgy Thor at Magic oh, Park. Yeah, I you, forgot about before that. Before you get into the straight people thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just chilling there. But we didn't interact with him. No, Jamie, I feel like, decided to sit pretty close to Thorgy on Was the that after I left? picnic table. I think you were still there. Oh, okay. We were outside? I don't... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were outside, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like Thorgy's not a queen I would, like, run up to. I don't think I would run up to any of them if they're, like, not in drag and, like, working. 
I feel like you would run up to pheromone. Well, yeah, but <laughs> like one time in Boston, I saw Juju mm-hmm. out of drag, just at a bar, and someone that I was with wanted to like go and interact with Juju and I was like, no. Uh, I feel like they would appreciate it. No, I don't know. It was like not the time or place, especially like the ones who aren't that popular. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine, like, they're being stopped, like, every minute of every day. Well, like, Juju's popular. She just lives in Boston. Yeah. No, no, I wasn't saying Juju as the example of an unpopular queen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in, in terms of straight people research, we learned, including former guest Katie Northy. We were at this party, and all of a sudden there was a straight, two straight couples, and they came together in harmony Around one subject and one subject alone. Below deck. Like, I was so surprised. They were so lit over below deck. I know. Like, it's like us talking about, like, Dorinda or Shannon Bador. I know. Which I think, like, we're just gonna float this by, y'all. If you want an episode, a bonus episode of only four straight people discussing below deck for however long <laughs> let us know and we'll try to make it happen it might end up being like a three hour episode yeah. we don't know um so yeah that was a lesson learned that night yeah and that's pretty much it yeah that night was great um in other news in other news we're not we're still not like going to make this a show that we're gonna cover all the time but we're gonna dip in with all the news and thoughts when we feel like it yeah and You've been keeping up with it a little bit better than I have. Big Brother. But I've, like, read stuff. I go to jokersupdates.com mm-hmm. to, like, just check the pulse. Yeah, so it's been pretty good this season as far as, like, there's been a lot that's happening. Yeah. Um, But I wanted to talk about... I think I've never disliked a TV character, real or fake, more mm-hmm. than I dislike Cody Yeah. in Big Brother 19. Yeah. He's so awful. Like, even the stuff that they aired on the show, I was like, this person, he's like, he only want to, wants to interact with, like, the conventionally attractive people, mm, which, yeah. like, is pretty, that's pretty normal for Big Brother, except they don't vocalize it. But, like, to call anyone who's not, like, hot in your eyes slash straight slash your age. But like, it's also, like, outcasts. like, I feel like it's people who are, like, different like, race or sexuality or, like, anything that's, like, a little bit different. Yeah, anything that's not, like, mayo boy. Yeah. Um, so that was, like, on the on the show. And yeah. I, so I already hated him. And then I saw the news from the feeds. Yes. He has said some of the most vile shit. Yeah. I mean, like... Like, he loves the Ferguson riots. He loved... He said he went to the Ferguson riots to, like, see if he could survive and just, like, watch them. Yeah. Which is twisted yeah and then um he said like awful things about trans people used the t-word like a thousand times and then said i don't care what they think they're only 0.001 percent of the country yeah well henny just because (laughs) (laughs) just because you don't care about trans people does not mean that others don't care wait that others you don't care doesn't mean others should not care as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's time for Julie Chen to address this shit. You know, this was before your time. I, I know all about it. That, like, deep, dark season. Season 15. Yeah, where, like, 
it took them a while to finally address it. And like, it was kind of like fan outrage where they were like, how are you not showing any of this stuff? And yeah, they finally addressed it on the talk, like was the first instance where Mm. Julie Chen talked about it. That's how we knew about it. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, it was just vile stuff, like racist shit, homophobic, everything. Yeah. It was like, that season was like everything phobic. (laughs) Anything you could think of. Um, but I think this needs to be addressed, like, soon rather than later, because now it's 2017. Yeah, come on, Julie. Yeah, Julie, get on the horn. Especially because, like, this is sort of, what, the sister show to um, Survivor, mm-hmm. in a way. And they had that big moment just this past season where a trans person was outed on the show. Yeah. Well, remember, uh, one of the seasons we we watched, like, we loved that one trans... Uh, Audrey? Audrey, Yeah. Yeah. She was, like, one of my favorite players. Yeah, I just stopped following her on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> they should have brought her back. I would, I would like that. Yeah. They should bring her back this season to show yeah. them show what's Show the queens what. what's what. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw, like, her tweet embedded in one of the articles about Cody's awfulness. Oh, good. Um, so, I, yeah, let's move on to maybe the biggest news, the OC taglines. Yeah. What? Why don't we start with our fan, our fan call-in? Okay, sure. From over the weekend. Okay. So can um, you? Yeah. So, um, Chicago fan Lindsay Schroeder. Mm-hmm. I received this from her. Um, over the holiday weekend, she was at something in Connecticut, like her parents' country club. Ooh. And I'll let her set it up for us. All right. So let's take a listen. Hi, this is Lindsay Schrader, one of your loyal Chicago listeners, coming to you live from Westchester County, where I have quite the sighting to report. I'm just going to get right to it. Willie Geist, none other than the delightful morning talk show host himself, was at my parents' country club tonight, where he is also a member for the annual 4th of July festivities. I'm not going to lie, when I first saw him walking up in his bright blue blazer, reddish pants, no socks and loafers. I thought, who is this jaunty asshole? But as he approached, I realized he's a very attractive man on the taller side. And then it dawned on me. It was Willie himself. I was very excited. I freaked out a little bit. My husband told me I really needed to calm down and get it together. But it was a big moment. Needless to say, there were over 500 people at the event, so I didn't get any real face-to-face time with Willie and didn't want to get my parents kicked out by fangirling too much, but it was eventful, and I was very, very excited to report to come through Queen of my lovely sighting and Brendan's favorite, one of his favorite morning show hosts. So yeah, that's the news. Big 4th of July weekend. I'm sure there'll be lots of exciting sightings, but this one was for the record books. Well, thank you, Lindsay. Um, beautiful. Can you explain this a little bit? Like, your love of Willie, how did this come to be? I don't even, like, know about this, really. Well, I've been... Like, I know about it, but I don't know why. I've been following him for years. Um, he was... I've been on Morning Joe for years, which is another angle I want to But that's, like, a mess in and of itself. Like, I want to hear, like, how long he's known about Joe and Mika being married and all that jazz. Um... I don't know. He's just like charming, level-headed, attractive enough. Mm-hmm. Seems tall. And then he joined the Today Show, and I loved the Today Show. But he was booted. Then he was booted for fucking Billy Bush. Mm. That's why you have that anti-Billy Bush campaign. And because Billy Bush is a. I know, but even before like that <laughs> happened. Um, and yeah, I just love him. And 
Glad to see that he wore something festive. Yeah, he, like, was not trying to hide. Yeah. I think. I believe she used the term looking like a jaunty asshole. Yeah. So that's nice. Thank you for that sighting. Yeah, feel free to send in any um, other uh, celebrity sightings you all have that are relevant to either Dan or I and Trip. Yeah. So like, if you see, like, Pikachu. Oh, yeah, if you see Pikachu, <laughs> let me know. But, like, if you see... Angelina jo- Jolie, I, like I don't really care. We don't care. <laughs> but like Ramona Singer, care. Oh, yeah, care. Um, so, Extra points if you interact. Oh yeah, at, interact if you can. <laughs> um, so OC taglines came out today, just in time for the premiere next week, Monday. Can't wait for that. It's on Monday. Yeah. Wow. Monday, July tenth. Um, so. I'll read through the taglines, let me know what you think of them, and then at the end we could decide our favorite one. Mm-hmm. Shannon Madore, the truth is organic, but lies are just artificial. I get where she's going with her, like, theme, but I think she's had better. I, you know, it's hard to top the, when life gives you lemons, put nine in a bowl! Yeah. Um, Tamara Judge, I'm, I'm pint-sized, baptized, and highly prized. I, yeah, sure. I'm surprised she's, like, still going down this road. Like, so, she, like she's gonna quit religion? No, but, like, I, <laughs> I mean, part of me thinks, like, she kind of went down this road for a plot point to begin with. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't think it was, like, that well-received, and it made her kind of boring. Like, that, between that and the bodybuilding it was like she was so boring last season the bodybuilding is such a bore it's like you, she's not gonna drink the, the, the bodybuilding's worse than the religion i would say yeah um i mean also yeah obviously like that was phrased really weird you're gonna I, offend people who are people of faith I, no that's <laughs> everyone could do what they want but I, I like if it negatively affects my show is where i'm concerned oh my God. <laughs> uh uh, Megan King Edmonds, I can handle a baby, and women who act like one. Honey, everyone, no, there's a lot of women who can handle babies. I know, but she could handle women who act like them as well. Okay, next. I think it's, like, not too bad. Okay, this one. <laughs> if I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. I, do you think she meant, Kelly Dodd, that... Like, the only opinion that matters is her own. Or, like, is she going to, like, like, when she says, I'll give it to you, does that mean she's going to, like, fight you? I think this might just be a case of, like, Andy Cohen fucking her over (laughs) on purpose. This is, like, the most nonsensical... Tagline, I think of all of all time. I know, and I think that's why like Andy's trying to make her look stupid because I think this is one of the things that Andy actually has like a big hand in. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, um, we've already said it, but Lydia McLaughlin's back with, "If you can't take my sparkle, then stay off my rainbow." Queen. I don't really mind her appropriating LGBT rainbow culture. <laughs> Love it. She's a gay icon. Rise up, eyelids. <laughs> She's probably anti-gay if you think about it. Oh yeah, she's she's like like OC and like super evangelical. Yeah, you're right. Eh. Oh well. Um, Peggy Sulahayan. I'm living the Derek the, Barry of the Housewives. The Derek Barry of Housewives, the hundredth housewife. 
I'm living the American dream, one sports car at a time. Snooze. Everyone copies Kelly Ben Simone. One mistake at a time. Yeah. yeah that which is better. Um, and then the OG of the OC, Vicky Gumbelson. I go big or go home, and I'm not going home. Why doesn't she want to go home? She just redid her kitchen. Yeah, beautiful kitchen. I would want to go home to that kitchen. I think she gets lonely there. Well, no, she's got that man who, I, in the new, newly reshot opening, is like part of the fam in the background. Is the man in there? Yeah. Is Michael in there? Yeah. I just did a deep dive of Michael's um, Instagram yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's, what's he up to? Uh, he Selling goes through a lot of like EDM things. Uh, so, what's your favorite? What's your least favorite? Favorite is obviously Lydia. Yeah. Least favorite would have to be, I don't know, Vicky or Edmonds. I would say, like, part of me wants to say Kelly, but like, it's it's almost like good how bad it is. Like, how it makes no sense. No, definitely, I agree. So, like, I think Peggy's is just a so gene- generic. Yeah. Also, like, uh, is she going to be good? Mm, Do we know? It's not a good start. Um, but speaking of Kelly. Speaking of Kelly, she celebrated 4th of July. Yeah, it got real on the 4th of July when she got into a fight with a guy <laughs> who says, who she says tried stealing from her. Um, she was partying with some girlfriends at Desconzo Beach Club on Catalina Island when a random guy tried stealing their drinks as well as her sunglasses and purse. <laughs> she confronted him and that's when he got physical and punched oh. her in the stomach. Oh my god. Um, she countered with a kick and then there was a video where you could see her, the kerfuffle with security yeah. stepping in. Um, the man was uh, kicked out of the party but tried coming back. Um, stealing drinks, a purse, and sunglasses all at the same time, like, pick one? Yeah, I mean, like, when I when I heard you reading the drinks part, I was not that offended. But once it got to, like, sunglasses and purse, that's, like, theft for real, for real. <laughs> but, like, how do you hold all of those? Like, if you're going in, wouldn't you, like, choose, like, one, of one the direction? <laughs> like, do I want the drinks or do I want the purse and sunglasses? <laughs> um, you know, normally we've, whenever Kelly pops up in the news for us, like, it's her clearly being unwell, but... But she was the victim. Yeah, here. she got punched in the stomach. Yeah, not nice. I don't like that. Not well, bitch. Um, so okay. hopefully she gave him her opinion. She'll give it to him. <laughs> I'm making like a joke on the stupid tagline. Oh. Flop. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. This. Beverly Hills casting news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, the source is... At Kim Richards fan. Can I tell you, Twitter was like popping off about this news last night. And I was like, I went to the Twitter account. Actually, let's read the news and then I'll talk about the Twitter account. Okay, first, Kim Richards fan tweeted, Official confirmed, Beverly Hills season 8 cast. Lisa Vanderpump, Kyle Richards, Lisa Renna, Erica Jane, Dorit Kemsley, Holly Marie Combs, Willa Ford. <laughs> and then they said, Holly Marie Combs will make the official announcement on Radio Andy in the next week or so. <laughs> hashtag charmed. Hashtag PLL. Was she in Pretty Little Liars? I, I learned that last night in conversation with Alex. Apparently she's like one of the Pretty Little Liars' mom. Weird. Okay, so Dan, so this is that woman from Charmed. 
Dan has already come up with a possible tagline for her. Well, yeah, we were workshopping this last night. So what I came up with was, um, these pretty little... Oh, no, I'm screwing it up already. What did I say? I'll find it. Just hold, please. Talk a little more about um, Holly, though. Well, she was on Charmed, which I loved. Uh, and then Pretty Little Liars I never really got into, but it recently wrapped up this series finale just a week or so ago. Um, and then Willa Ford. So your tagline for Holly okay. was, these pretty little bitches aren't ready for this witch. So it's like acknowledging her two signature franchises. Yeah. Which I think is... That's beautiful. So Willa Ford has that song, I Want to Be, be bad. bad. And even better song, Toast to Men. So this makes more sense than Holly Marie whatever. Really? Why do you say that? Because it gives a built-in plotline with Erica Jane. Mm, they can like go on tour together. Or like feud over it. Mm. Like really? who's more relevant. Yeah, I think... I think... They should, like, want each other to succeed. Okay, this is Real Housewives. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> Not RuPaul's best friend's race. Yeah. Um, so, let me tell you a little more about this Twitter account where we found this. So, I clicked into it, which no one else seemed to be doing. It was popping off on Twitter. And I was like, oh my god, I can't believe these people are joining. Mm-hmm. The handle is at Kim Richards Fan, and the photo is a photoshopped photo of Kim Richards wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Oh my god, I, which you can barely see if you don't click on it. So I went through a lot of the tweets. Other tweets and claims in this person's <laughs> feed were a claim that Carol Radzowell is replacing Bill Beckel on The Five on Fox News. That's insane. <laughs> so like, sorry everyone, but I don't think this news is true. Yeah, I guess this is a fan fiction after all. Like, why did we all believe it? Because it just sounds so good to be true. Well, we're in the era of fake, fake news. Fake news. Wake up, people. Um, but I would like Carney Wilson to join. <gasps> yeah. Carney, like, turned it out last year, Andy. Give her a diamond. Yeah. Also, I want Eileen back. Yeah. Well, I wonder if, if that is also part of the fan fiction, or, like, is this... Kim Richards, Make America Great Again fan, uh, getting that from somewhere. I don't think this person has any real information. No, but like if they like read it somewhere else about the Eileen being gone aspect. I don't mm. know. We'll have to look into that. Okay. Housewives of Potomac star Karen Huger's husband, aka the, the Black Bill Gates, uh, and his company owe millions in back taxes. So at least one thing really is grand about Karen Huger, the self-appointed grand dom of the Real Houses of Potomac, her family's massive unpaid tax bill. Her husband, software exec Ray Huger, whom she called the Black Bill Gates, owes nearly $1.5 million in back-due federal taxes, and his company owes more than $3 million, according to public records. The timing... Okay, so this was in the Washington Post. Yes, uh, like... Not this isn't Daily Mail. This isn't Radar mm. Online. Washington Post because there's this weird thing because it's Potomac. Washington Post like mm. local section or something covers Real Housewives of Potomac like as hard news. Interesting. Um, because we remember we've read about this before that they're only getting a second season. That was in the Washington Post. Oh yeah. Um, which after the season, <laughs> yeah. The timing of this is insane to me because 
it happened the week of all of the questions around their finances on the show. Yeah. Like, if this is the case, it makes sense that they, like, would need to sell their home and, like, not be able to buy a new home because mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to get a mortgage on a new home they if they, like, rent. owe taxes. They got to rent. But, like, the part that doesn't add up, which we'll get to more, is, like, they're renting a nine-bedroom It makes no house. Sense. Like, the two of them. Have they not... Do they not see what happened to Teresa? I know. Like, like what's with these ding-dongs? Like, you don't come onto the show yeah. with these kind of problems. Yeah. It just, like, puts the magnifying glass on you. I know. Idiotic. Um, we will talk more about Potomac um, when we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> when we talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Ramona Singer had a run-in... For the record record books, the ages. <laughs> um, according to an insider, Ramona recently had a run-in with Mario's mistress slash current girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So they're still together. All these years later. Um, according to the source, Casey was meeting with friends at, for lunch at Atlantic Grill. They were having a nice rosé lunch and catching up when all of a sudden Casey saw Ramona walking towards her. She had the craziest and meanest face on and was glaring at her, her source continued. She kept staring at Casey as she walked by them. Casey said, is that Ramona? It was very bizarre, though Casey found it rather funny. Ramona apparently left the restaurant and showed up a few hours later with her daughter. But by that point, Casey and her friends had already left. People say Ramona still wants Mario back. And Casey thinks that's true. (laughs) Unfortunately for Ramona, Casey and Mario are very happy together. So that would never happen. I, I wonder if Ramona called her a B.I. Why, the, why does she keep saying B.I.? The source here, though, is obviously Casey or one of her friends. Yeah, for sure. Um, She's trying to get an apple. She probably has a friend who works at the restaurant who then told her Ramona came in later. Mm. Like, is the hostess or something. Um, I'm still friends with Mario Singer on Facebook. Oh, interesting. How's, like... Are you getting a snapshot of his life? He doesn't really post much, but like a year or so ago, he had updated his um, status to in a relationship. And in the Ooh. comments, Casey was like, love you, honey, <sighs> or something like that. I liked it today. Oh my God. <laughs> you went back to the post from a year ago and liked it today. Well, it was like the first thing that popped up in Mario's, when I went to Mario's page. You freak. Um, I will say, I believe that Ramona probably wants Mario back. You think so? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I guess so. Um, but she seems to be like having fun also, but maybe just like wants to go back to her old life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brennan, you have to explain this next story to me because I can't even wrap my head around it. Okay, so as you all know if you listen to this here podcast, we do not watch Housewives when they are not, when they don't have reunions hosted by Andy Cohen. It's too much. So we basically only watched the U.S. Housewives. Yeah. Um, but this woman, Pettiflor Berenger... <laughs> From Melbourne. Um, she was being interviewed, and she claims that she's soon joining a lineup of international stars from the TV franchise in New York for a mini-series with a group of housewives. Um, well, it sounds like they're putting... All the random international housewife shows together in New York. It's not like she's doing the show with the New York housewives. Well, here's my theory. 
Okay, so Pettifleur then explained how former Real Houses in New York star Jill Zarin invited her to a weekend in the Hamptons for luxury luncheon or whatever. So I think this is a Jill Zarin run thing. So she's like trying to create a spin-off show that she's putting together. Yeah. So I think it'll be like her, um, Cindy Barshop. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine Cindy wanting to do this again. Well, she still pops up at the luncheons all the time. She's always in the pictures. Um, Kathy Wakili will be in there. Cynthia loves showing up to Jill's Aaron events as well. But Cynthia's still on the show. Yeah. So I don't think Cynthia will be in there yet. But yeah. like it'll be all the like former ones, like probably like Gretchen Rossi, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it'll I, it'll probably be a flop, like something that never. We are getting Gretchen back this season on OC, though. Don't forget, we got Jill this season on New York. I know, but I have like things operate differently in OC. Like the queens come back, especially back in the day. True. So like, if she has like a good showing. Yeah. Something could happen. But I definitely think this is going to be, like, just some dumb thing that Jill Zarin is producing. Wasn't there that story about, like, her producing a scripted series with, um, fucking Jules... Not Jules, uh... What's the girl in, um, Beverly Hills? Uh, Oh, Bellino? No, wasn't it, like, Gretchen or Alexis that was producing it with Jill? No, um, the guy with the rich husband, former Miss Puerto Rico... Hoise? Hoise. Um, her husband is, like bankrolling oh, yeah. some like scripted You're thing right, that a right. bunch of the former housewives and Sheree are appearing in. Is that still happening? I, I feel like know. we saw like a clip of him and nothing ever It was like came a few months ago. We'll see. We'll see, but I think this is a house of cards like Karen Huger's mm-hmm. life. Okay. Um, should we move on to Potomac? That would be lovely. Okay. Daniel. This was the finale episode. Yeah. Season two. Did you... Are I you, watched. You watched it? You're all caught up? I watched. I didn't take a note, but I watched. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't take a note in the moment, but then, like, I went back and, like, thought about it. And... Because and, there were some parts I wanted to talk about. When Monique was giving the girls the tour of her new Potomac home, which still amazes me that she was on a full season of the show without actually living in Potomac. Um, she was showing them the bedroom. She's like, yeah, I want to get a mirror on the wall. And she's like, I want to get a mirror on the ceiling. And I was... Joanne promo. Oh my god. Mirror um, on the ceiling. You know what I noticed during that? That like they don't yet have AC in the house? Oh yeah, he wanted to put a fan in the window. Yeah, and like they were all glistening. And it's just like, do you want to go over to someone's house when it's like hot out and like... Yeah. Well, that, that I feel like that happens a lot in Atlanta. Like they always go to the events and they can't turn the AC on because it makes too much noise for the microphones. Is that why? I've heard something about that. Or is that the reality that you live in? No, yeah. no, no, no. Um, and let's see, what else? Sharice uh, was being so annoying. She kept talking about the champagne room, like, all day and night. Like, telling Monique, like, where are you going to put your champagne room? Like, where is the sh- like, champagne room going to go in? I don't even Karen's understand rental. the concept. Like, you sit in a room and drink champagne? I don't understand what goes through her brain thinking, like, this is so funny or charming or like I th- I think she thinks it makes her look rich. But like you can drink champagne in any room. Yeah. Any room could be a champagne room with the right bottle and glass. Yeah. And like uh, uh I'm trying to think was anything else big before the party actually happens? Oh yeah, like Robin and Juan like having a depressing conversation together. Oh, I've just started eh. If they do a third season, I'm sorry, Robin. Robin, you gotta get the boot. You're on the chopping block. And, like, 
What's funny is I feel like Giselle had a terrible season as well. Yeah, not a strong... No one had a great season. Mm, I would say Ashley. Ashley had the best. Yeah, but her marriage is in shambles. Well, hey, <laughs> that's the price you gotta pay. If the shoe fits. <laughs> if the shoe fits. Um, so then we get to... So Karen and the, the Black Bull Gates are throwing this theme party together. She wants it to be Indian-themed. She kept on saying exotic. I think it started exotic, and then she landed on Indian. And Which then, is just like... And then her husband, like, wasn't fully into it, so they were combined it to be, like, Indian and African. Yeah. It... And neither of them are Indian. It was a mess. I'm... Stop having, like, parties like this where you're appropriating a culture that... And just, like, ugh. They did it on Southern Charm this year, right, too? Oh, yeah, Same they did an party. Indian party as well. And then fucking Monique walks she, in. She took it up another notch. Oh my god. Dressed in a native head dress. A Native American headdress. Just like, can you, have you watched TV? Like, do you know anything? Like, no one stopped her. <laughs> and like, it, it seemed like, like the other ladies like weren't aghast, but more like, oh, like, you messed it up. Not like... Oh my god, I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Yeah, they were. <laughs> like, Monique was trying to be tongue-in-cheek, and the other women were like, oh my god, like... You didn't get the memo? I'm sure, like, Cherie said, you didn't get the memo? <laughs> and that annoying voice of hers. <laughs> you hate her and, so much. And then the preview of this episode had, like, Karen crying, and we thought it was going to be, like, something to do with something going on in the show, but it was just, like, her mom calling and leaving her a voice, fucking voicemail. A voicemail. <laughs> I don't like to be scammed like that. <laughs> um, I don't have much for this. It's just, like... I know. I, I, I will say the only upside is that it gave us a opportunity for a great deep dive which we're going to get into later yeah. about theme parties unwell themed parties but like i uh, i have like zero tolerance for like just dumbness of like watching people parade around like that and like yeah. not use their brains yeah so we'll, we're, we'll get to the deep dive in a second we're going to do new york next but let's take a quick break before we get to that All right, it's time for some New York. Yep, we've got a fresh LaCroix. A fresh LaCroix, a Papa Moose LaCroix. <laughs> and New York is just the train that keeps on chugging along. It's always so good. I, like, you know, people were saying, oh, this season isn't as good as last season. I think it's, like, just as good now at this point. Yeah, and I've heard intel that there's, like, great things to come. Oh, yeah. People are, like, hooting and hollering over this Mexico trip. Yeah. Which, I don't even think we're there next week yet. I think we're still in, we're like, in a we're in a transitional episode. I yeah, think. I think. Well, which I was saying last night, like you need a breather between these. Like you can't go straight from Vermont to Mexico. That would be insane. Yeah. So we've had Berkshires, then Vermont, and then we're gonna get Mexico, which I'm fine with. I don't yeah. care if we're barely in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, we're still in. We we wake up in this episode still in Vermont. Um, Bethany and Tinsley are having a heart-to-heart, which I think is the first time Bethany's giving Tinsley the time of day. Like the first time she's ever apologized in her life uh, for anything. Yeah. 
And like Bethany started a charity for women in crisis, and Tinsley is a woman in crisis, so she that's why she's identifying with her. Oh, be strong. Yeah, she wants Tinsley to be strong. Oh my god. <laughs> Hashtag be strong with a skinny girl drink of choice. There was like a really bizarre breakfast scene. Yeah, Ramona cooked some eggs. I mean, it wasn't eggs all français, but oh it was so pretty. Eggs all français actually sounds like gross. Uh, I think what it is is like eggs. a little milky. Like like creamy eggs or something? Yeah. I need like I need like a cheese in my egg actually. No, 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 no. Yes. Dan had his first pizza yesterday. A cheeseless pizza. And it was delicious. I actually when I grabbed it, I was like, is this how I'm supposed to be holding it? <laughs> That's so unwell. Um But the, I don't I think it was a nice breakfast. What was wrong with it? There was the drama between Sonia and Lou about still about Tom. Oh yeah, because because Sonia is being rude. Sonia's, she's doing, she has this act that she does, and, like, this many years later, I'm sorry, it's, like, getting old. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, <laughs> Dorinda did say something really funny about Sonia during that breakfast. She said the waterboarding had started again because Sonia was talking so much. Dorinda, when Carol and Dorinda were, like, running away from Sonia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I love Dorinda in her pajamas and like wild woman hair at breakfast. Same. <laughs> and then just being so relieved when everyone left. Yes. Like, Tinsley was in full makeup, full. Full drag. Full drag. And like, Dorinda could not give a fuck. Queen. And like, I find myself kind of in the same shoes sometimes. Like, in the morning, like, I won't notice until like well into like us eating breakfast in the morning that like I look like a crazy person. So I really identified with Dorinda in that scene. Yeah, Dorinda, just like us, bedhead. <laughs> um, Bethany has a skinny girl snowboard, the skinny uh, girl car. Also, she what's like, next? The skinny girl tramp stamp. <laughs> oh my god! She also left. Like I couldn't understand like why she left so early. Like she wanted to get more like more slopes in. I don't know. Like she left before the other women. Well, she was going through shit that like was later explained this episode. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, True. But I loved that flashback of all the, like, skinny girl branding that they showed with the skinny girl car. Yes. And that the more like, oh, you can have a permanent belt. <laughs> Back when I liked Bethany. Um, Ramona and Sonia get their own ski instructors. And Ramona's acting like a creep with hers. I mean, Tim was a hot tea. Yeah. Um... I love, like, Carol and Dorinda spending the whole day together. Just in the fucking lodge, that's what I would do. Order a hot chocolate. <laughs> you wouldn't go out on the slopes? I've never skied in my life. I know, you could just take a little lesson on the bunny hill. I don't know. I feel like you should do that. Before you're, like, too old. No. I, I know what happened to fucking Sonny Bono, and, um... I actually got a very bad concussion snowboarding, but that's because I wasn't wearing a helmet. And Natasha Richardson... Yeah. And that one Kennedy. That's probably why Carol didn't go out, because that one Kennedy died. Oh, like, God. right around when Sonny Bono died. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. But, like, you know they all died because they were, like, skiing. Well, I don't know. Natasha, I think, just got a concussion like I did. But the and other she two... she died later. Yeah. But Sonny and the Kennedy were, like, double black diamond skiing. Like... I don't know it, what that means. It means like the treacherous trails. Everything's like, treacherous. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you could be locked up in the cabin. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to be locked up with Dorin and Carol? I would like to do it like if you're there for a bunch of days, like you go skiing one day, then you take a day off and then like go skiing the next day and then you go home the following day. That sounds like a dream to me. 
Mm. So, Ramona's, like, screaming at Tinsley as they're all skiing together, too. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> Tinsley was getting too close to her or something? Yeah. UBI. And did you... <laughs> why does she keep calling everyone? It sounds, it sounds like... BM a little bit in my brain. Like bowel movement? Bowel movement. But instead it's like, B, like BI short for bitch. It all works. <laughs> um, did you notice when Carol and Dorinda were hanging out that Carol doesn't have a case on her phone? It's just like a free... But doesn't she have like a like an Android or something weird? No, I think it was a, like an iPhone. Oh. Just like floating in the wind with well, no like, case. That's what she's doing really, floating in the wind with no case. <laughs> with no case. <laughs> Um, we go into the Jason gossip. <clears throat> Jason's systematically bullying Bethany. Yeah, and, like, that sort of explains why Bethany's acting like she's acting, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim from the Berkshires was bonding with Dorinda from the Berkshires, mm. and Ramona cut that off real quick. Got so jelly. And made him go fetch them drinks. And then Ramona's like, he's so sweet, and Carol said something funny. She said... He's being paid to be sweet. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, there was also some part, I think it was when they were trying to take a group shot and Bethany didn't want to do it. And she referred to herself as like, I, she referred to the group of women as like women in their 40s. She did? Including herself in the group. Meanwhile, she's like freshly 60. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and then like, they come up with the idea for Mexico. Like, I guess Lou can only come for part of it. So Bethany's, like, excited for this idea to have, like, Luann bring Ramona for just that partial moment. Oh, yeah. So that it'll be awful when they're there, but then it'll be great when they're not there. Yeah. But, like, think about it. Who are the most interesting people when they go on vacation? Those two. Those two, Duran. Yeah. I would say Sonia, but she's more sad. Um, and so you won't even have Ramona to like stomp around the house with. Aww. Like I like the scenes of them like in their room getting ready. You do a little bit. Just kidding. Yeah, they're fine. Um, Tinsley makes me sad. Um, <laughs> just like every she like talks in circles, but she's never really saying anything. Yeah, you know. Bring back Jules. Bring back my sister Jules. Um. We get the shot of Luann in the fire. Oh my god. <laughs> Setting herself ablaze. Uh, the big conversation was about SEX at the dinner table. Oh yeah, they were playing a little truth and dare. Truth or dare, rather. <laughs> um, I think like a lot of people were up in arms about what Dorinda said about anal sex. Yeah, she said it's not acceptable behavior. Anal sex is not acceptable behavior. She says, not with women, and then, not with women and men. <laughs> she clarified it. Um, that's, I, it's, I think she was just drunk, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, like, Doreen is, like, an ally. <laughs> it's, she's not, like, one of these women that you're, like, don't know where she stands. Like, we know she's, like, a proud ally. Yeah, um... There was the funny thing with the cucumber and them all cutting it up. Oh my god, cutting up John's penis. <laughs> how big John's penis was. Um, and then Tinsley talking about crying when she had anal sex. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Tinsley did have like a star moment in this whole like drunk... Tinsley was like wasted. Yeah. 
when they were like drinking before dinner, she was like slurring her words mm. more than ever before. Um, we we learn about George Clooney some more. Yeah, it was pre Danny Ocean when they had sex. Post, Post Grey's, not Grey's Anatomy. Uh, uh, ER, ER, yeah. Um, Dorinda just deciding to go after Lou was great. About, oh yeah, it was like we get it. You love Tom. You're married. You love Tom Pumpy. We get it. <laughs> it's been five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you have anything else about this episode? Well, yeah, she, this was like the iconic quote to me where, where Dorinda was said to Lou, like, you're just like us grown women struggling for success and happiness. And I was like, my heart. Oh my God. You wanted to make that the title of this episode. Well, I, I think it would have been a good option as well, but I do support Lydia's quote, but like that really encapsulated like this franchise. Yeah. Just like these grown women just trying to like find their happiness in the world. Truly, it's beautiful, Dan. Um, and yeah, I, it was just a great episode. I think are we like just flat out of Vermont? Next I think episode? next week we're flat out. There's just like random scenes, transitional stuff while we get over to Mexico. Ooh, we have that scene of Carol and Tinsley going the double date. Oh yes, and Tinsley making out like a fiend. Is she like a public makeout person? Apparently, Does she, think she doesn't care. Yeah. It must be, like, some, like, waspy thing. Really? I don't know about... <laughs> is that, like, waspy behavior? Like, they, like, take the liberty just to make out in front of mm-hmm. each other all the time. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But this will be, like, the third public makeout of Tinsley we've seen on this one season. Well, it was Chad. Two with Chad, and then oh, two one with this guy. Chad's, yeah. I miss Chad. I hope he ends up with Avery. <laughs> they actually, like, looked so good together, standing side by side. Well, because Avery sort of looks like Tinsley, but like... The right age for Chad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we haven't had a, a good Housewives deep dive in a minute. We truly haven't. Because it's been a lot of drag race leading up to the finale and, and whatnot. Um, and we miss it. But here's Housewives. So, we're going to go through, like, probably city by city and we'll just speak a little bit about each of these that Daniel has generously written up. Yeah. Um, we'll say if we care, don't care. And thanks to some of you for helping me out. In I tweeted this out yesterday that we were going to talk about this, and some of you guys came up with ones that I didn't even remember. Yeah. So thank you. Um, OC is probably like the big one for theme parties. Well, because there's nothing else to do there except have a theme party. <laughs> Which I want to preface this all by saying I hate theme parties in real life same i like don't want to dress up in anything when was the last time like i'll go to a halloween thing which is like a struggle for me in and of itself and we only used it this year to get promo exactly and i i think we got a listener listen it takes i think that's who was on our instagram live earlier oh my goodness maybe i hope so shout out to our one listener from halloween um (laughs) But before that, it had been years since I had dressed up. I mean, like, back in college, I was really lazy, and I think it was just, like, Harry Potter three times, because I just, like, had the pieces. The pieces being, like, like a scarf. A scarf. Add a scarf to what you're a currently scarf, wearing. A twig. <laughs> a pair of eyeglasses. A your twig. <laughs> your set. Um, but yeah, like, to have to go and do this, like, on a random, like, day in March or something, no thank you. Yeah. 
So let's start going through them. Okay. So I had forgotten about this one. Tamara's country-themed grand baby shower. Do you I only this? remember this one because Lynn Curtin made an appearance, mm. I believe. She rolled up in there, and it was like a weird venue where like there were like these weird tables. It was weird. Hay bales. Hay bales. Um, country theme isn't really like that unique of a theme. Well, because the very next one that I have on the list is Heather's Hoedown at the groundbreaking of the house. Great. Which I do remember because that's like the... Isn't that the, the one where like... Megan King Edmonds is like at this party, unbeknownst to us. And she wasn't a housewife yet, and Shannon was going through drama with her husband. Yeah. And there's like flashback scenes yeah. of David talking to Megan at the bar, and Shannon obviously yeah. tiffed. Yeah. And they had like the bowl. Yeah, the, the bowl. The mechanical yeah, bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was pretty important. But think about how long ago that was, and that was the groundbreaking at her house that we didn't. Even get to see finish. Even get to see finish. Yeah. Because it took so long, and then she was off the show. Yeah. Um, Tamara and Eddie, remember that weird sex party that they had when they did that sex tape commercial for Cut Fitness? Was this, like, the one where Heather had just done the leeches and was showing everyone in her bleeding yeah. in the bathroom? And was that also the same one that had the women laying down with the sushi on them, where Vicky was, like... You need to get an education. Ooh, I'm not sure about that. I know, like, Tamara had some, like, weird, like, bodysuit thing. And then wasn't there, like, some sort of streaking aspect to it as well? No, that was the 70s party. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there is a big theme here. A lot of these theme parties are Tamara's doing. So she must, like, love a theme party. Yeah, and I think it's, like, an easy plot point when they have to do the thing where they, like, present like, a list of things that they could possibly do this mm-hmm. season to the producers. It's easy to be like, here's a theme party. Yeah. I wonder if it's, like, her brainchild or, or the producers, the themes. Mm. I mean, they're all pretty, like, lackluster themes, yeah. so hopefully it's hers. <laughs> um, but maybe the one of the most iconic theme parties of OC and all of Housewives history was Tamara's 80s Bunko party, which I still don't know what Bunko is. Like, it's- Dice... And, like, I googled Bunko Party <laughs> yes, literally yesterday to, like, thinking that, like, if I went to the image search, I would get a lot of images from Real Housewives. No. It's, like, a thing. Oh. It's, like, a big thing that's a lot bigger than OC Housewives. Should we do a Bunko Party? Yeah. Totally. Okay. Um, but that's where Vicky yelling at Gretchen was, like, so iconic. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like Gretchen, like, oh, no. Vicky was, like, angry with Slade for, like, not paying child support or something. Oh. And then, like, Slade fought back with something about her family, and, like, she lost her mind, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems to be the general... Back then, the drama was so convoluted to me. Now I feel like I have a crisp, clear vision of, like, what the drama is. Yeah. I think back then, like, a lot of it was behind the scenes. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, like, thing... A thing that we've complained about for Beverly Hills for a few seasons. Yeah, exactly. Ugly Sweater Party. This was Lizzie's one season. I It, it was well, like Christmas time. Well, like, yeah, OC's I mean, like, never Christmas time. Yeah. An Ugly Sweater Party, not in Christmas time. But I don't think anything really memorable happened. And then there was Tamara's Spooky Party. And I don't really remember much what of that. What was either. that? Like... Season nine, that was... Like, Heather's wearing, like, 
an evil eye in the middle of her forehead. Oh. And that, like, people were just being spooky. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but after a few, those, those parties I don't really care about. Vicky's Winter Wonderland party. Iconic. Iconic party. That was a, a, a season finale party, mm-hmm. which are usually iconic to begin with. And that's when it was Ryan versus Lydia's mom. <laughs> For like the dumbest reason. Because <laughs> like her, her feet were on the couch or something. And it was like a rental couch. It was like something you order for just for a party. I'm sure. Um, well, we'll get to see. I wonder if they show uh, face off this year. Yeah, round two. Um, there was a flamenco party where they were just like, like Gretchen was dressed up like a, like the flamenco emoji dancer. Don't recall. Uh, then there was Gretchen through a Tupperware party where she was dressed up like a fifties housewife. And there was a, it was like a drag queen Tupperware party, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that because it was in her weird townhouse. And also like, does Gretchen use Tupperware? Put some of those Gretchen Christine <laughs> handbags. kids in there. kids. <laughs> Um, oh my god. And then Shan- Sh- uh, Shannon's Aries party. Which she threw because uh, Shannon and Vicky originally bonded over being Aries. Yeah, that's so weird. I don't really remember the Aries party that much except for like, I remember it was outside of the pool area mm-hmm. and like that's about it. it I think they like- were like dragons and it was like, Aries is a fire sign so it was a lot of red. It's like, it was mid like Brooks cancer. Oh, it was the heat stuff. of it. And like, Vicky left the party early. And like, Shannon just kept repeating for scenes following that. Like, you didn't stay for the cake. You didn't stay for the Aries cake. <laughs> um, one thing that isn't on this list is the 70s party where Shannon oh, and Kelly got into it. And that's what Mrs. Roper. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. Who? <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was definitely one of the more iconic parties as well. And Heather fell. I don't really remember that. She's oh, on she was roller, roller skates. skates. Yeah, we'll have more on roller skates later. Oh, uh, we're heading over to the the city where that happens. This New York, the city where, that never sleeps and never throws that many theme parties because they're There's exciting to do. A theme, yeah. <laughs> um, Sonia's masquerade party was this like in support of Team Sonia? It was no. This oh, no. was season four, and it was basically used as an excuse to do a tie-in with Chris March, whose show was coming on Bravo. Oh. So this is where he came in, and she had that ratty wig and that ratty costume. Yeah, and, like, and like her butt was it. hanging out of her costume. Yeah. Um, she showed up to the party wasted. She forgot her petticoat. <laughs> there were so many like iconic-to-me moments in this party. Yeah. Jill was, like, upset because, like, Sonia was saying this masquerade ball at Cipriani, but it was, like, the vault at Cipriani, mm-hmm. which is tiny. Yeah. Like, the actual Cipriani is where, like... The reunion's huge, held. Huge functions are held, yeah. like, and shit like that. Um, Alex was dressed as, like, Cleopatra. Mm, there was just a lot going that. on, yeah. You hold this party near and dear to your heart. Well, it was, like... Okay. Season four, I remember, like, being really excited for it to come back because season three was so good. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I was, like, super into it. And, like, this was when I first started, like, following, like, off-season on Twitter. And, like, also really wanted Sonia to succeed because <laughs> she was great in the last half of season three. Mm-hmm. And then this was just her unraveling. Yeah. So Carol's 50th had a theme to it. which And this was, was when Heather was, like orchestrating the party it was midnight in the garden of good and evil yes 
And this was the one where Carol had like very specific demands. Like she wanted like a snake, a snake, which she couldn't have. And then she wanted live butterflies in the lanterns and they all died. (laughs) Um, This was also the party where um, Harry Dubin and Luann ran off after Harry allegedly proposed to Sonia. Yeah. Yeah. So this party was iconic in its own right. Mm -hmm. Was this the season finale party? I feel like it was. Yes, maybe. No, okay. it wasn't because this was Aviva's last season. Wow. So the season finale party was the party with the leg. Team Sonia. Yeah. Because, oh, you're, Carol had a season finale party the year before. Mm-hmm. That was just like a, a, like a book launch party or something oh, okay. like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Ooh. My brain's um, really working right now. Yeah. So the early seasons of New York did have some Halloween parties, which like isn't really a theme in and of itself, but the women are in costume, so we figured we'd throw it in here. So Kelly Ben Simone's Halloween party. One of the best episodes those um, early seasons. Uh, Alex and Simon show up dressed as Sarah Palin in a moose, which was very 2008. Yeah. Um, Bethany's roller girl. Mm-hmm. Um... Jill was like Marie Antoinette for mm-hmm. that party, mm-hmm. and everyone was complaining because it was a cash bar and Kelly wasn't there yet. And also, like it was like low ceilings, small rooms, like a ton of people that like did the housewives didn't know. Right. I'm trying to think of like what venue it could possibly be because it was in Midtown. Wasn't it like practically in Times Square? Because like Bethany was like roller girling through Times Square. It's like a little north of Times Square, I feel, but like I don't, I can't place exactly where. But Kelly shows up after everyone leaves, and she's dressed as a Playboy bunny. Yeah, foreshadowing to her then appearing on the cover for like the fiftieth anniversary or fortieth anniversary of Playboy the next season. Hmm. You not remember this? No, I remember she was on the cover, but like she wasn't on the fiftieth anniversary. I think it was the fortieth. Hmm. You could, actually, you might be right because I think like Kate Moss or something was the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, or like Pam Anderson. Hmm. Um. Sorry, that was a little bit of a tangent, but yeah, okay. this was back when they used to do confessionals that, like, on the street sometimes. Yeah, like, very like early Sex in the City. <laughs> and Bethany like rolls off. Uh, and then the last one that like really stood out was the season finale party from last season, mm-hmm. where Bethany it was like. Sort of Mexican theme, just because she was like rolling out her tequila, yeah, thing. So like she had ponchos and shit. And I, f- yeah, there was a pinata where she had jewelry. Yeah, and that was the one where Luann stormed out early. Good. Um, and that was the season finale where they used like photos from a photo booth for like the last oh, yeah. of each of them. That I think was the only successful part of that party. Yeah, it was in a venue that I've actually been to a party at before. Um, and like then, an unimpressive venue, I feel yeah. like. And this is, like, not really a theme, but a loose theme. I feel like Ramona has had, like, 20 renewal parties. Mm, yeah, <laughs> true. I actually was going to almost put that down. Um, but, yeah. I, New York doesn't need it. I'm just trying to think. Of, is there any other, like, party that they had? No, like, holiday parties. I mean, they like, they had the dueling sweet 16s, but there wasn't really much of a theme to either of them. Yeah. Yeah, New York doesn't need it. Just throw us in the Berkshires during Christmas and we're happy. Mm, like a nice Christmas theme. Um, Beverly Hills, the lamest of the, of the theme okay. parties. The fact that you've had how many seasons and you've done two Great Gatsby parties? 
Let's just throw in a flapper dress and a like, short little bob. And they had something that was like super similar another year that like it wasn't flapper, but it was like something that Kyle hosted. I just remember Rena and Eileen arriving together. It wasn't that thing at that big mansion. It was like in a weird venue and Taylor Armstrong was like wasted. Mm, yeah, I don't really recall. Okay, but yeah, so two different Gatsby parties. The first one I think is super iconic because it's the, in the middle of Camille and Kyle's big fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they like danced together at yeah, one point. Yeah. Which was cute. Um, and then like the white party was a big thing. In Beverly Hills, but now that doesn't happen anymore. Well, she replaced it with the Gatsby party this year. Oh, yeah, year. yeah, yeah. Um, I like the white party. Give me some fat burger. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, probably the best theme parties were Kennedy's birthday parties. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Alice in Wonderland tea party. Party. The, the $50,000 party. Yes. And then the Joanne party. Where she's wearing a pink cowboy hat riding around on ponies. Well, like, remember how that, the second birthday party was supposed to be like, oh, we're do- we're being more real this Scale year. Scale down, yeah. But, like, they had someone from, like, American Idol on. Constantine something or another. Yeah, and it was just in a big field. And, <laughs> and Kim, Kim Richards was there. Wrote a bowl. <laughs> but she was, like, glaring at Brandy from across, yes. the, across the field. Um, and then the worst of the worst, probably the worst theme party... Of any franchise. Do you think this is the worst? The Diamonds and Rosé party? Oh, no, no. Oh, I was skipping that. I'm sorry. Oh. But the Diamonds and Rosé party was, like, barely a theme. It was just, like, promoting their, uh, Vanderpump's Rosé. Yeah. And it's Diamonds. like having a skinny girl party. Yeah. But the worst one, Kyle Richards, Tops and Bottoms, Gay Mixer. Uh, the thing about this is that you know that her... The person that she calls her lady sitter, that nanny or whatever. Who now is like a host on E or something. Yeah. You know, he was like, that is such a great idea. I know. Like, like, why didn't one of her gays, as she refers to them, tell her like, don't do this. There's like so many tweets of her like defending her use of like my gays too. Yeah. Which is hilarious. (laughs) Um, And that's the one where her, Brandy and Kim all fought. Well, it was like Brandy and Kim versus Kyle. Yeah, which I I love that aspect of it. I love that dynamic. (laughs) I love when Kim and Brandy team up against Kyle. (laughs) My Uh, favorite thing. Um, And I guess like, um, speaking of Brandy, one like sort of theme was the game night at Dana's house. Sort of had like like a card. It was like a subtle come through queen promo theme. Yeah. Um, Atlanta. Not too many themes that I can remember. Mm. Uh, there was that lingerie party where Candy screamed, I'm, I will drag you in this bitch. And then there was, I, who was the one who hosted this? Kenya, who hosted like the female black icon party where she like assigned roles for everyone to dress up as. Mm-hmm. Like Nini was Grace Jones, Phaedra was Eartha Kitt, and she, and she gave Portia, uh, Halle Berry in Baps, and like Portia was so offended and came as Dorothy <laughs> Dandridge or some something. Um, and then and then Candy came looking like a crazy Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was this wouldn't usually count, but there was the holiday party where they all dressed so unwell. True. Um, <laughs> Kenya as the Grinch. Yes, and that's the one that Portia. 
She was actually our first freak of the week yes, ever for ever. this. For um, like attacking her friend in an alley. In a snowman costume. In a snowman costume. <laughs> uh, so we may have missed some Atlanta theme parties, but let us know. Yeah. We'd like to look back fondly on them. New Jersey. The first responder party hosted I was it hosted by Jim Marchese? I could be dreaming this. I feel I think like so. I feel like you were barely paying attention this season to But like with. I remember he was like it was like the men were upstairs like talking about how the women were so dramatic and I think it was in Jim's home. Mhm. Yeah, they were definitely in Jim's home because he was like running them out of the home. Yeah. And who pulled whose hair? Oh, I can't remember this. There was hair pulling in that party? I'm, I think it was a twin in Amber. Mm, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, Dolores' birthday party in her debut season was a leopard print theme. <laughs> so everyone had to come dressed in leopard. Which I would imagine like probably has happened accidentally a few times. Yeah, and it was at Rails where Rails, as <laughs> every usual. single thing happened last season. Where everyone knows your name. I wonder if they're going to be stuck at rails again <laughs> because they won't let them film anywhere yeah. no they have their own restaurants now oh yeah gorga pasta and they can storm um kathy wakili's although i feel like gorga pasta opened like on the tail end of filming although i guess they could just like film there, like getting ready for it like preparing the, the restaurant maybe i don't know but we do know we're getting a studio 54 disco finale party out of new jersey this year yeah so should be beautiful. We'll be talking about that five months from now. <laughs> you know what other kind of party they had? They had a summer solstice party. I don't recall. Um, Who threw this? Is this Dina? This smells like Dina. No, I think it was actually... I think it happened twice. And one of them was outside and it's Melissa and Teresa yelling at each other. And Kim D's somewhere around... And then, um, oh yeah, like, I remember Teresa, like, being dressed up, like, different than normally, fighting with, that's the one with, like, about presents, they were fighting about presents, I think? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, during this blur of a season. Uh, yeah, so, Dallas, only one season, but some iconic parties. (laughs) Uh, the Mad Hatter party with the, with, uh, the poop hat, the Brandy wearing the poop hat. And that blush on Leanne Locken. <laughs> that blush that could blind eyes from miles away. Queen. Uh, and then that that indoor that midday indoors goth, goth party. party where they served like <laughs> Frito pie. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't like didn't one of them not dress up in goth? I feel like Carrie Huber like was Carrie like not didn't. in goth. Um, and it was like hosted by what's her name Heidi. That like yeah. foh who I want to be a. Full-time housewife. Yeah. But she probably won't get it. No, I think she, like, wrote, like, some diatribe that we read. No, that was Marie. Oh, Marie. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, and then... The only bit of the new season that we've gotten. <laughs> yeah, and I, I took it upon myself to address Andy today, saying, like, what is going on? It's been weeks. We got this random clip of a Halloween party with no context... Of Leanne and Stephanie. Steph, like, fighting. We don't know why they're fighting. And Leanne is dressed in a two-faced, half is Sharon Needles, half is Fifi O'Hara, <laughs> and their uh, iconic lip sync. Yeah. So, no answer from Andrew. 
still waiting to hear. He's muted you, definitely. No, 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 no. We've actually discussed that in the past. Yeah, but that was how long ago. Oh, He's definitely okay. muted you. No, since. actually, I've like let like once I realized I had not been muted, I was like, I need to use my power for good and like really address him when it's necessary. And I felt like this Dallas situation is very necessary. <laughs> and he was Snapchatting recently, like him looking at preview clips of OC and New Jersey. So like New Jersey's got to be like any minute now. We haven't even gotten a trailer. Nothing. Yeah. But like OC and Dallas are supposed to air at the same time. I mean, but obviously not going to happen unless they just surprise bitches with a couple episodes. Yeah. I mean, like... Obviously, Potomac's wrapping up, and, like, New York can't be too far behind. Like, we're pretty deep into this New York season, I want to say. Yeah. Um, so, last but not least, Real Houses of Miami had the iconic lingerie party. That was when Joanna got punched, right? Yeah, it was Joanna versus... Um, Adriana. Adriana. And that was... And then also, like, what's-his-face from Girls Gone Wild was there? That creep. Oh, Joe Francis. Yeah. Um... So there's that. And then in doing my research on bravotv.com, they had these images from an unseen party that never aired on Miami that was Scarface themed, mm-hmm. which is maybe one of the most shocking theme parties that would have aired because it was like blood on the walls and like chalk outlines on the floor. Yeah, almost like uh, Stassi's murder party that she hopefully was filmed for this upcoming Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that was filmed. Um, but yeah, you can hop on over to bravotv.com for your Scarface scene party to see what you missed. Yeah. And let us know if we missed anything because I'm sure we did. Yeah. I mean, we must have nailed the, the big ones. I'd be surprised if there's like... I don't know. You forgot some pretty iconic ones in this initial list. I know. That 70s party in OC. My mistake. Um, but I think that's it. So, Brennan, Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Okay, so the Freak of the Week, we haven't mentioned it yet in this podcast, but Rob Kardashian. Yeah. Y'all know what he's been up to on Instagram and Twitter this week. Just really being offensive. Not even offensive, breaking the law. Breaking the law. Um, Posting revenge porn, essentially. Yeah, so... um, hope he gets the help he needs very unwell i was like i remember like all these years being like where's rob where's rob and now it's like go away (laughs) (laughs) go back into the dungeon that you came out of or whatever and the one true queen dorinda this episode (laughs) i mean like every scene dorinda was in was amazing she Manages to, like, be the most interesting part of most episodes without being, like, the center of the drama. Yeah. She's just real. She is real. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, uh, Simon Van Kempen. Cool. Cool. Well, that's it. Um, you can follow Dan at IDK, IDK. You can follow me at Not Brendan. Uh, yeah. You could subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. You could leave us a review there. You can tell your friends who watch these crazy Bravo shows to... Tune in to Come Through Queen. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Come Through Queen Podcast. Um, we might go live before we record certain weeks. Yeah, take your questions, take your suggestions. Um, and like we said earlier, if you have something to tell us that we care about, 
Um, leave it in a voice memo at 717-47-FREE. Yeah, nice brief. That See that length today? Perfect. Perfect. Um, so, yeah. Like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.